Hello, Chris. Hello, Doug. Ah. <laughs> I am wonderful, man. I am so good. That's so good. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. And we're back. And we're back. And we're back. Oh, man. That's so good. It is so good. I'm excited. That's good. So, how was your how was your Christmas? How was a uh, how was the Christmas rush on you? That's my first question. Oh, dude, it was it was wild. I mean, like it, it crept up pretty fast. It just like Christmas Day, like it's already it's already in the past. It's yesterday. Yeah, but it's like, already it, in the past. It, <laughs> it, or you know whatever you want to call it. But yeah, it um it, it all it all happened pretty fast actually. Yeah, it, it came up pretty fast, but um. I had a really nice time with my family, and it's just, uh, I've been noticing, like, throughout the years, how much more, like, unconditional my family is becoming, and it really makes me so happy. Mm. It really, like, it keeps addressing itself over and over and over again, and just, like, it's funny because the conditions of my family have come so far from where they were, and... yeah. It's just I'm I'm so grateful for it, you know. Like such a wonderful support system. Like it's it's incredible. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Your family's waking up. Uh, yeah, dude. It's just uh, I'm trying to get them on the vegan train, and they're <laughs> and, yeah. and they're not having it. But... Yeah, that that takes a while. <laughs> That's a, yeah. That definitely takes <laughs> that a long definitely time. Does. I was actually just talking to my father about the uh, the meatless Beyond Burger. Yeah, and I had both my parents try like one of the patties, and they were like, "Wow, this is actually really good." And I was like, "Yep, see, you don't need meat." And you know, like they're they're very open minded, so I'm grateful yeah. for that. Mm-hmm. Um, That's good. Yeah, but like no, every, everything else, like they're just so supportive. Like it's it's mind blowing. Like, yeah, it's it's incredible. Oh, that's good. It really is. That's really good. It really is. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's funny because Christmas is one of those holidays that it pushes everyone into like a like I gotta go buy gifts. I gotta I gotta go. I gotta I gotta get things set up for Christmas. Christmas is almost here. Oh it's man. Like, it's such a rushed mental state. It's sad. I gotta get gifts for Three kids, six grandkids, my parents, my friends' parents, and you, you like, the amount of money that you end up spending is insane. It's when really insane. It's it's really insane, and the amount of pressure that's get put on that. Plus, if you're hosting a Christmas dinner, it's there's a lot to, there, to there bring is. together especially if you're buying all these presents if you're wrapping them if you're making cards for people uh-huh. it's a lot of effort I think I read something it was like you know most Americans see Christmas more as a deadline than an actual <laughs> holiday to enjoy oh god that hurts yeah oh man no but that's how, that's so true how you know? terrible it but, really is how terrible yeah and it's it's part of the things. It's like capitalism that's kind of like pushed that on on us, on the public. Um, you know what's sad about this whole thing is that what? people actually go into debt, like <sighs> through through Christmas, like through the holiday. Like yeah. it's it, like enough's enough. 
you know, like pe- people people are probably you know depressed because of all this stuff and they don't even need to do it you know and if they feel like they do then they need to let go of people in their life that aren't serving them anymore you know like it's yeah it's ridiculous how much much stuff do you need like i only bought one gift this year and it was for secret santa yeah so like (laughs) nice (laughs) like you know it's it's incredible i bought a couple cards this year i i wrote i picked out some really nice looking christmas cards and cards for like any holiday and wrote like a nice little message in it that's nice that's what i did this year it that was, is so nice it's so great that like, really is and it's funny um like all of our holidays most of our holidays is focused around like gift giving gift giving like very very pushed on buying things like every holiday pretty much right and it's really crazy Honestly, if you think about it, it is. Yeah. You know, like, honestly, um, I mean, this is one of those spiritual metaphors, but like, <laughs> for, forget the gifts. I want your presence. <laughs> you know, like, oh, that's good. That's and really good. What I think is so cool about that saying is that it really goes <laughs> to show that, like, if the people that are in your life are truly meant to be there, then you know like they'll be completely fine without you getting them like actual physical mm-hmm. gifts you know yeah and it's it's so true like it really yeah. is i i told everyone in my life this year i was like please don't get me anything like i just yeah. I, like I'm, I'm tired of throwing stuff away <laughs> like, yeah like it's just i have too much stuff that i don't even need and tell me about it like you'll you'll get a gift that you didn't even want or you're not gonna use <laughs> And the person just spent 20, 30 bucks on it. Like, that's nice, thank you, but no, that's not gonna make me wear this, like, Toys R Us t shirt. Or this, uh, <laughs> this Star Wars. Like, it, still, like, that's, that's why one of the, the things that I like to do with people is if I am getting a gift, say, hey, what would you like for Christmas? Yeah. And if they come up with an answer, then you got something. If they don't come up with an answer, then. They don't really want anything specific. Right. And that's okay. Give them a card. It's, yeah. And like all of that. It's, it's, it's become so commercialized that like it's, it's very, it's very money driven. All the holidays are like Thanksgiving. The day after Thanksgiving is Black Friday. Yeah, dude. It's, it's, uh, and I honestly like, I mean, where I am now, you know, I'm, I'm almost 30. I'll be 30 in April. But like, what like, like earlier on in life, I don't remember it being this emphasized. Yeah, like these different you know holidays, like like you need to buy this, like you know half off, seventy five percent off the entire store, like you need mm. this in your life. But like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which obviously, for everyone listening, no, you don't need any of that stuff in your life. <laughs> but yeah, really, um, it's just it's strange. I think that like. I think it just like continues like year after year like being emphasized more and more and but like it's beautiful too because I think that with that emphasis comes like you know like well wait a second like do we actually need all this stuff in our life yeah you know and mm. it's like oh no, no no we really don't and I think that we're realizing mm. that you know we have so much of this stuff that we already don't need and we're getting mm-hmm. rid of it and so why just add more stuff that we don't need to our lives yeah you know yeah yeah really like i i think back to like when i was a kid and it would usually be like one thing that i would want at christmas time because i'd 
think about that time coming around and oh I, I want this uh-huh like whether it's like usually it would be a new game system for me because I was always into video games and like getting the n64 was such a great gift <laughs> because I I got years of entertainment out of that I remember that dude right oh, like man. And, and I still have it and it's at my friend's house and I lent it to him pass it off to him so that he could play it because I haven't been playing game systems in a while. That's so cool. my mom's house in South Jersey, so I'm not using it anyway. <laughs> and yeah, and that was a fantastic gift, and I still play it today. Right? Oh yeah, man. That right. talk, talk about classic. Yeah, yeah, that was a classic. And like game systems were, were always a thing for me. Uh-huh. Usually it would be like one thing that I would want. Maybe like a bigger ticket item or something, but yeah, just just getting gifts that people aren't gonna use or don't need or stocking stuffers. Like, I know, dude. I know, and you know, actually, I'm really glad that we're doing this episode like centered around like you know the holiday <laughs> and like gifts yeah. and all that stuff. And I wanted to bring up something that not a lot of people admit to, mm, and it's not sure. fun for me to say it, but I'm gonna say it anyway. Ha! Uh, um, let's hear it. I grew up very extremely entitled and yeah um yeah truth bomb wow and uh my parents got us absolutely everything we wanted growing up and so like with that like you know getting away from that mindset has been a challenge for me but like it's really like it's it's very seriously been happening within the past like like three to five years and mm-hmm. um you know I've, I've been spending a lot of time really like around my parents being very like grateful for like like even like the small things like last night my mom was preparing a christmas dinner for the whole family and you know I, I went up to her i gave her a hug and i was like i just want you to know from the bottom of my heart thank you so much for everything that you do for us like you know just like mm-hmm. on a very deep level because like you know so many actions go unnoticed and yeah like the like the amount of like like conditioning in a really bad way that that does to people sucks and i don't like it Mm -hmm. you know so i I always try to go out of my way and you know express the gratitude that i have Mm -hmm. and like yeah admitting to something like that is huge because like it's something that i don't want to live with and it's something that um has really challenged me to like be the individual that I am, you know, because um, it kind of it kind of threw me off course when I was younger. Like literally, like it, it it almost got to the point where like we wrote down a Christmas list and we literally got everything. And yeah, like when that happens, like it's almost like uncontrollable, and it's kind of it's yeah. it's dangerous. It's- it sets it up for next year. Right, 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 exactly. And, you know, it's funny, as you mentioned that, I, I think back to my, like, Christmases, and I've realized, shit, like, fuck, I was entitled, too. <laughs> I'd have, like, a grandpa- grandmother, and, like, if anything I wanted, it, was, it could be, like, up to, like, the 200 to $400 price range. Like, that would be on my Christmas list, like, whether it's a new game system, Xbox 360, or the Wii, or whatever it was like new video game i i would get it i was like whoa but no you mentioned something really good on the lines of gratitude and being grateful and one thing that that i read in this book just this 
just yesterday, actually, The Book of Love. I mentioned this uh, to you recently by Karen Bentley. I opened to the chapter of gratitude, and one of the things in that chapter was being grateful is more than just saying thank you when you receive a gift. Wow. It's it's more than just saying thank you when you receive something. <laughs> it's really appreciating the moment. It asks some questions. It said, would you be grateful if... If your uh, if your health wasn't that good, or if if you had a, a really hard life and you had to work constantly for everything, or would you be grateful if you had everything, or are mm. you are you grateful right now? <laughs> I was like, whoa. So yeah, yeah, really appreciating the moments, and and what I realize as I get older is it's more about the relationship you have with the people. And spending that time with those people than it is the gifts you exchange. Yes, yes, no, it really is. It's so more, so much more about the people that you spend the time with than it really is the gifts because those relationships—that's what's meaningful. That's that's really what. Yeah, it is, dude. the the stuff comes and goes, and newer versions come out. <laughs> These people, they they care for us. They love us. They they've been with us our whole lives. They're they're great it's... people. They want the best for us. We want the best for them. And yeah, it's beautiful. It really is, dude. Yeah. And yeah. like I th- I think that growing up because of how, you know, my parents really did give us everything we ever wanted and I kind of like grew into that entitled mindset. Um you know, I'm really reflecting on it all now, and I think that, like, my perception of holidays was kind of, like, masked over by this, like, negative idea of, like, oh, well, it's always got to be all about the gifts and everything and, like, like this mm-hmm. and that. And, like, I'm really, like, withdrawing myself from that and realizing, like, wow, my parents put so much work into everything for us. And, like, like that's the true gift right there. Like, for, for, forget Call of Duty, forget Xbox, forget, mm-hmm. you know, 2K, whatever it is, you know, um, like, what, forget whatever was under the tree. The, the You know, what, what's under the tree is just, you know, a, a byproduct. The, the real treasure is within... You know the relationships and the the family, and it's it's just mm-hmm. that's yeah. that's what we have to realize. And, and the love between the parent and the child, and the want to make the child happy. Yes, Give the child what it wants. Yes. It already has what it needs. <laughs> by far, by far. Well, usually, most of the time, it has what it needs. Now you're just trying to give it what it wants. Right. And yeah, no, it's it's such a beautiful thing to see, like parents care for children and. And that relationship, like those, those family relationships, and our families can be so dysfunctional at the same time too. <laughs> it's really like some of the most nuts times that are had are at Christmas time when like the family's together. I know. Like I can think back to times when, but it was just crazy when my brother and I would be smoking weed, and my grandfather would have a huge stink about it after he'd been <laughs> drinking for a little bit. It was, it was hilarious. <laughs> it was, it's hilarious looking back at it. Oh, um, wow. But again, some of the, some of the most nuts times occur when, when you get family together. And I think that it's meant to be like that too. <laughs> you know, like. How, how nuts. I, I think the funniest part too is when like, when I was younger, like what we were exposed to and stuff, I think it was very, like, 
my family is very loose in the sense that like you know it's it's not a strict system like it's not like do what i tell you or else like Mm -hmm. it's more like room for like happiness and like growth and all that stuff Mm -hmm. which i'm grateful for but like other parts of my family like you know like my cousins my aunts and uncles completely different (laughs) and so like like getting together with them and like doing like different holidays like Mm. thanksgiving like there's kind of like that like like acceptable and non-acceptable gap you know like like is is this behavior acceptable like like yeah right now and you Uh know like you'd you'd find out if it wasn't the hard way and Uh (laughs) yeah family dynamics like families coming together and what's good what's bad what am i gonna get yelled at for (laughs) yeah Yeah. it's it's pretty funny actually yeah yeah it is it's super funny yeah it's it's a it's a fun time it's a crazy time can be very crazy it can also very enjoyable and so like yeah we do we do have to to really enjoy that time we spend with our family because they're not going to be around forever yes yes and at at the same time we also need to to set boundaries with our family and know that we haven't chosen these people (laughs) so like when you surround yourself with positive uplifting people like your family you you just get stuck with them and then you decide (laughs) how long you want to live with them and how much how much you want to put yourself into that mix but your friends you you really get to cultivate your friends so that's true yeah that is yeah and these and these uh these holiday gatherings they're only like they're very very few like how many holidays do we have in a year that we get together Oh, certain amount. I don't know. I know, dude. But the friends that we cultivate—that's that's really important. That's I'm really happy valuable. that you just said that because um, today I actually met up with a friend who I met through someone that I considered a best friend. And what's interesting is that I cut ties with that person that I considered a best friend uh, mainly because. Um, there was there was a lot of negativity. There was a lot of, you know, just like, you know, the outlook on life was just not good and like this and that. And so I decided to move on and everything. And it's funny, yeah. though, because like I, I uh, through him, I met his girlfriend, who's a wonderful person. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, of course, I'm not going to name any names, but like it's just it's interesting because um, we met up today. And I think that like what she helped me realize was that like she moved on from being uh in a relationship with him as well and mm-hmm. like what she said about his life makes me realize that like if i if i hadn't made the decisions that i did back then to like you know like cut ties and move on and like grow for myself i may have actually ended up being in a similar position and it's it's uh you know that's why yeah. like you said it's so important to cultivate meaningful relationships Ooh. and stuff and oh yeah it like i'm i'm literally i'm i'm thanking my past self for the decision that he made <laughs> it's yeah. just it's it's wild dude cuz like yeah. like you never know you know you you make a decision and then like you don't look back and you know you, you also never end up finding out what could have happened if you made the that's other right. decision you know like yeah. and it's just, it's crazy because if I had stayed there, then I don't know where I'd be today, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah, it's it's really nuts. And that's that's why we really, like, 
the importance of choosing a quality friend group is one of the most important things in life. Like there's that that old saying is, you're the sum of the five closest people that you hang out with.、Mm. Five people you hang out with most, and if they're all pot smokers, then <laughs> again, and that was me for quite a while. Honestly, I don't mean to like, laugh. I don't think it's funny. I just, I just like the idea. But it's it's、that. true. Like no, the way that I was. Yeah. It was. I'd smoke pot with people. I'd play some video games, do some stuff, and head home. And then, eventually, after a while, I was like, I'm really not doing much. Right. And yeah. So honestly, choosing your friends. I've I've gotten down the the entrepreneurship route, and like really dived into that. And people that I that I hang out with. Are very, very business-minded, very, very forward-thinking, very, very not willing to accept the norm and do something different and create their own destiny. And it's it's really cool. And you can create whatever you want to create, and then you attract that in your friend group, and you it it comes together even more. Then you talk with people about what you want to create. Those people want to create the same things, but in a different fashion. It's it's beautiful. How it's these things, fucking incredible, bro. It like, really is, man. It's it's remarkable. Like the yeah, and and it's really possible to create all this stuff. Here's an instance, actually, and I'm really、yeah. glad that you brought up that whole like you know like attracting what you are, like what you decide, like the decision that you make, and you know like、mm-hmm. you attract like what you are、mm-hmm. like, based on.、That. Oh yes. And like I just realized that I probably would not have met you if I didn't make that decision back then. <sighs> You know, it, it, like you, you got to think that way sometimes. It really puts shit into perspective. Yeah, and like we wouldn't be here. Right, right. We we would not <laughs> be here. We'd be somewhere else. Like, we would. Yeah, yeah.、That's、I remember.、Uh, yeah, the decisions we make. That. Um, I remember when I decided to move, uh, move in with my dad, move out of my mom's house, and in with my dad. And I felt like like that was a turning point because I was at a community college in South Jersey, and I saw my brother and I had a good and saw my brother get really comfortable in that environment. And I said, "Wow, I don't I don't really want to become as comfortable as he is in this."、I、see myself doing that. Said I want to switch up my environment. I want to switch it up and try something new. And then that's why next semester I was up. In Bridgewater, and I was at RVCC, and it worked out great. And met some great people, started creating a new, a new destiny, new path. And it's turning points like that. It's what do you, what do you want to create for yourself, right?、Um, and and there are times when you need to to change something up. You've been doing the same thing for too long. You're ready for something new, and that's okay. Then then you just pursue that. Dive into it, see where it leads. Switch yeah, up your location. Right, right. That, That's a big one. It's so it's so simple, dude. Like, and the funniest thing is too. Like, yeah, I've heard this one saying. Like, and it, it, this is this is definitely humorous, but it's metaphorical.、Um, <laughs> if you don't like where you、yeah. are, if you don't like what you're doing, if you don't like your job, move. You are not a tree. You know, <laughs> like yeah, like yeah, you're like, not a tree. <laughs> Who is that?、Like、Ralph that, Smart.、Yeah. I think Ralph Smart says that、waters. too. Wow, it's just 
<laughs> Infinite Waters. Uh, apparently, he just uploaded a YouTube video on my phone. <laughs> it showed ah, up. Wow. There it is. <laughs> you just Synchronicities, said it. So man. Synchronicities. <laughs> yeah, Ralph. He's, he's, he's person, great. Dude. His message of positivity. He oh, it's really. Yeah, he's, he's he utilizes fantastic. what you say in the sense of like how you were saying about like you know to uh, to fight negative uh, to fight negativity post positivity and that's what it is too you know like the 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 energy is like yeah. what you decide to look for and like it's you know there, there's there's loads and loads of positivity out there if you look for it there's loads and loads of negativity if you yeah. look for it. There really is. And there's no end no. to it either. Bo- on both ends of it, both positivity and negativity, there's no end to both <laughs> of them. Really. And, yeah, no. And, and you just, I feel so much better if I focus on positive things and things I'm thankful for. And if I see good things, I feel so much better than if I focus on the I negative know. things. So much better. It's, it's almost unbelievable how good you feel. And that's really an indicator to say, I should keep going down this <laughs> path. Yeah. It's remarkable, dude. Cause the, yeah, yeah, because the people who are negative all the time and always worried about what might happen and nervous about things, scared, and like very negative outlooks on life. You, like uh, it's not really surprising, but they're also not the most happy people you'll meet. I know. It's, it's really like you'd think like, oh well, they just they just need to change their perspective. But it's, <laughs> <laughs> one, it's not as easy as you think. I'm sure everybody here knows that. But yeah, just just switching that up. Like it's. I remember in high school, people would ask me. They say, Doug, how were you so happy? Like, what are you? And I would, I'd take that as a compliment. I said, "Man, I'm, I guess I'm doing something right." <laughs> People are asking me, saying that kid is always happy. It's like, yeah, yeah, focusing on the good things. I'm, I have a gratitude rock near me. I'm saying I'm thankful right, for things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's so beneficial. It is. It almost can't even be put into words because you need to know what it feels like. And when you know what it feels like, why would you choose anything different? You know? And it's funny too because I think that sometimes in order for you to realize what it's like or like like realize like how good you have it, you almost kind of have to put yourself back a little bit, like back into what you were experiencing. You know, because like it's it's kind of like um like if you really want to realize like how good of a place you're in right now, like you know, um, like like where you live, maybe like go you know go drive through the ghetto, you know, like uh, yeah, you know, like it's yeah, it's different. Yeah, and it's that really simple. right. Is it... See what else is right. out there. I I don't I don't like to label the ghetto as like you know that like. Um, like a really bad place, even though like it more than off, or you know more or less usually is. Yeah, but there's there's tons of homelessness, yeah. shortages of food, and that's that's more than just like the ghetto. There's there's countless third world countries that people don't have running water right. in their house, and people need to walk miles to get water and mm-hmm. to bathe 
we have so many luxuries just being here in a in a developed country. I'm not even going to say in America, just in a developed country where we have running water in our house. I can go to the tap and get water. Like it's wild, dude. And I I really I don't want to keep putting myself in that place where I'm on autopilot taking everything for granted. You know, because like yes. I, I don't I don't gain anything yeah. when I do that. Like 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 yeah on yeah, the opposite right? end of the spectrum like if i like literally i know this is this sounds funny and everything but if i were like walk into my house and like 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 turn the light on and then be like wow <laughs> wow like, look Whoa. at that that's like magic that is, dude like that? there was a point when right? like our ancestors didn't have this stuff yeah we take yeah. it for granted you know yeah we, we do, do right and that's you know and that's why i love when i meditate because usually in the mornings if i want to set myself in the right mental state for the day i'll do some yoga and then i'll meditate and usually after i meditate my awareness is so different than when i started that i'm walking around and i'm noticing how i'm walking and I'm, I'm doing things more in a conscious way than in an unconscious way. And I go in and I'll take a shower and I'll be so thankful for the hot water that I have in my shower. And, oh man, it's beautiful. It's, it's just remarkable. And I, I honestly, like, it's, I would really like to yeah. set that way of living for myself moving forward, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. It, and we become unconscious. It's we glaze over at times where we have lights. I have lights in the room that I'm in right now. And Jesus, this is amazing. (laughs) Dude, like, it's wild. Like, it's... If these lights weren't on right now, it'd be really dark. (laughs) Exactly. We'd be really dark. I'd need a candle. And even that would be, like, something to be grateful for. Because, like, (laughs) something... Even that is another great thing. I'd light a candle. I'd say, wow, I'm so thankful for this candle. It's incredible, dude. I really think I'm going to start practicing that. And, like, I think the way to, like, best, like, you know, change the world is by, like, you know, like, most people would look at that and be like, you're really going to, like, spend your time with that. And it's like, you're not. (laughs) Like... Of course I am. This is such a good use of my time. It's out of all the things I could be doing, saying thanks, saying I'm thankful. It's remarkable, dude. Oh, man. It's freaking remarkable. But, like, something like that could change the world. Like, imagine, like, if we set a trend. Like, dude, like, that could actually happen. Like, we set a trend of, Mm -hmm. like, you know, like, walking into a room. Wow, these walls are beautiful. You know, like, this, like, this, this carpet is gorgeously comfortable. Like, it, like, it feels amazing on our feet. Like, wow, look at these lights. Wow, you can turn that on. Oh, my God. Look how this illuminates the room. Yeah, that refrigerator really keeps all your food (laughs) cold? It's incredible. Wow, it it stays fresh for weeks? (laughs) Whoa, that's crazy. But yeah, yeah, taking it back to like you're a child. Honestly, because that's one of the one of the books that I read, Way of the Peaceful Warrior. Just such a fantastic book. I recommend that to everyone. It's called uh it's by Dan Millman, Way of the Peaceful Warrior. One of the parts in the books is he gives the the main character, the spiritual mentor, gives the main character a vision back when he was an infant, back when he was like one. And he was just first 
starting to see the world. He'd be go- crawling through a garden and he'd feel the grass almost as like a long carpet. And he'd smell a flower and it was such a sweet sensation. And he'd feel the rain and he'd be in awe of it. And then he'd taste something and it would be bitter and he'd spit it out. And he was just so in the moment, so taking everything in, almost as if it's a magical world. Like it's magical. And what he, uh, what the, the lesson after that one was, is that we sort of, as we get older, we start to categorize everything. And we say, oh, that's a light. Like that's a stove, that's a pen, that's 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 the sun, that's the moon. And by giving it its a name, that's a tree, by giving it a name, it becomes a little bit less special. Yes. And it's not just like light. It's it's a light. It's not just like wow, look at what this does. It's just a thing. And you start to categorize it in your mind versus really experience it and observe it and be in awe of it really it's so true dude and like what you're saying now brings me to realize that you know we've become a society like desensitized by all this stuff and i i I really do think it's because like we kind of like expect our day-to-day life to be as is as it's been and like i think that really like stepping out of our like I, i i know this sounds weird but I do think that we've, like, built weird comfort inside of, like, just, like, knowing that we have all this stuff. And, like, you know, like, now we live on autopilot. And it's kind of just, like, second nature to us now. You know, and it's... Mm-hmm. I, th- I think that a lot of that has to do with our desensitization. And just, like, you know, like... Mm-hmm. Like, even, even someone who, like, experiences... Um, you know, like sadness or like depression on a day-to-day basis. I really like. I I want to start off by mm. saying that I'm like I'm very holistic in my approach towards like healing, and I think that I think that these things have a tendency to happen because like we're too identified with whatever's going on in the mind, and like we're not realizing like yeah. what's in front of us. Oh yeah, and it's important to do that because yeah. like when we're like when we're present and we realize like all these incredible things around us like even though like the ego is trying to take us away from the present moment and like think of like oh well you know you know the the color of these walls are not right you know like uh that 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 window is not wide enough yes this this light's a different color and i don't Uh like it it's like none of that matters (laughs) like it doesn't at all no and yeah yeah i i really like that honestly um I, I really do, because the mind kind of just takes over and runs its own, like, how it thinks things should be. And, no, it, it kind of just messes it's us so up, true. really. It really is. And I'm glad you said that, too, because uh, just the other day, um, my girlfriend's mother was getting ready to change lights in the kitchen. And there was, like, a good, like, 10-minute debate on whether to go with the yellow lights or the white lights. And why I think that this is so funny is because no one gives a fuck about it anymore. (laughs) Yeah. But I I really want people to realize that it doesn't matter from the start. Like, it really doesn't matter. (laughs) Whether you pick the, the light tile or the dark tile for the bathroom, 
It doesn't matter. <laughs> it really doesn't. Like, on some extent, like, yeah. So you, if you get pick the warm lighting, it'll make the room feel more cozy. If you pick the bright white, then it'll make it, like, more, more bright, more like you're ready to work versus you're ready to relax. So in that respect, you get to debate it. But overall, none of it matters. Really? At the end, none of it matters. Really? It's wild. <laughs> and I think, I yeah. think that, you yeah. know, people would experience life in a much more meaningful way if they realized that. Yeah. 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 And, you know, it's, it's a really tough thing to realize that. Like, it's, it's taken me a long time to realize that a lot of these decisions don't matter. They don't. And it took me a long time to get there. And I'm still coming to that, that realization and reminding myself of that, too. So that I become less attached to certain things. Like, oh, they, they picked the bright light and I wanted the warm light. <laughs> like, and, and so we can try to be less attached to little, little wants, little things like that that really don't mean anything. But, Sometimes you just gotta throw yourself off, you know. Yeah. And like, I yeah, I remember this one time too. My father had just gotten a new iPhone, I think it was, and he was picking out yeah. a case like for his his phone, you know, to protect it and everything. And I don't know why. Oh, I have nothing against it, but for some reason he picked purple. And <laughs> so I was, I was like, yeah, okay. And he was like, yeah, why not? Yeah, <laughs> I was, yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah why not? Well, there's nothing wrong with that. Why you not? Know? It's oh, that's so good. good. It's that's funny that you bring that up this past weekend. Like being okay with other people's decisions or if they don't fit in with yours. Like my mom was wearing this scarf that had dinosaurs on it. <laughs> I was like, she was wearing it around a little bit, and I've seen her wear it, and then she's wearing it to Christmas to to lunch we were having at Chris for Christmas. I was like, Mom, why are you wearing that? Take that off. Like that's that's so silly. Why are you wearing that? And it made me think, like, why am I trying to control what my mom wears? It's a scarf. It's got dinosaurs on it. Okay, maybe it looks like it's for a, a kindergartner, but that doesn't matter to me. Like, it doesn't matter. To <laughs> she can do what she wants. That's why am I letting that Seriously. affect me? Am I concerned about how she's going to be perceived? You might be. And is that is yeah. that it? And then if if that's the case, then I'll I'll share that with her and let her make the decision. <laughs> it's it's so funny, dude. But I can't decide how I want her to be perceived. You gotta wear this. You gotta wear that. That'd be like somebody telling me that. <laughs> and I know I don't want I don't want that at all. Somebody telling me what I what I should wear, what I shouldn't wear. <laughs> like maybe all right. Be aware if you. If you wear these things, it may give off this impression. So be aware of that. But I don't want anybody telling me, take that scarf off. Don't wear that. <laughs> what? No. It's just not necessary. I don't want that. And I think that yeah. I think that a lot of the unhappiness these days is a result of, you know, I think that people discover their happiness at some point in their life, probably early on. And um, I think that this actually goes into the whole psychological concept of... Um, shadow integration i'm not sure if you ever heard mm. it before but so like no actually maybe but i no. think at a like an early stage of life we discover uh you know what brings us happiness what brings us joy and 
you know, according to society's standards. Um, so yeah, it's called it's called the shadow self, and it's something that I think that like we like you know we carry with us throughout life, but we have a tendency to like um, resist um, potentially as a part of ourselves. But like it, it all has to do with um, you know there there are different like unconscious or subconscious uh, standards that apparently we all agree to quote unquote we all agree to, and. Um, mm-hmm you know, something that might bring someone happiness that really doesn't, like, affect anybody else or, like, offend anybody else, but because there's this weird stigma Mm -hmm. about it in society, it stops someone from expressing themselves in that way. Yeah. And it's just, it's not necessary because what's wild about it is that, like, when it stops that person from expressing themselves in that way, it brings so much profound unhappiness into their life. Because, like, like, they want to be one with that, but... They realize yeah. it's not accepted in society, and so therefore they resist it. They push it away. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Then they're not doing what they want to do because of the outside world or because of something that might happen. And yeah, that's that's not that's not it. That's not the answer. Like if if somebody wants to to dye their uh-huh. hair blue, and they know society's going to react a certain way, so they don't do it, or their mom says people are going to laugh at them, so they don't do right. it. Right. Whatever it is, like, yeah, you really, you really got to do what you want to do. Yeah, exactly. Like, so long as you're not harming other people or destroying anyone's property. It's so true, dude. Like, you really should do that, and then see how it how it plays out. Because I know there are times when. I've wanted to do things and I haven't done them and I've like I could feel it I could totally feel that wow I have no clue why I didn't do that I do know why but I'm still not happy with that decision no it's it's better to just stay in the now and and keep moving forward and when that urge comes up like do it take it act on it but yeah, no, I can think back to a couple situations where I wanted to do something and I didn't because of whatever reason. And yeah, yeah, it wasn't like I could feel the the desire to do that as I was resisting right, doing it. Right. Which right. is silly. It it is it is so weird, dude. And I I remember too silly. when I was younger, um, I actually just admitted something to my mother last night when we were uh, like kind of like in private, and it was weird because like like. In the past, like, two years, I've seriously been noticing it about myself. But it's this, like, growing up, I've had this tendency um, because of how I felt about myself. Not how I feel about myself now, but how I felt about myself in the past. Um, I really wanted people to like me. And so, like, I would do and say things and, like, side with people to get them to like me and I just I realized like how like Mm. unnecessary it was but like what's funny about it is that I'm a vegan like a hundred percent like in everything that I do in my entire lifestyle and my diet everything and I actually um I hung out with people when I was younger who were into hunting and I think that something in my mind because of how like you know I wanted to be liked by people and I wanted to be accepted, that I kind of threw this idea of, like, me liking animals under the carpet and just kind of, like, rode with this idea of, 
like you know accepting hunting which i i i never have i kind of just like it's that whole idea of you know like the shadow self like well there's this aspect of me that really appreciates all life on this planet loves animals and would never want to do anything to harm them not even a fly not even an ant and in fact i'd actually go out of my way to save them which i have done several times but when i was younger because of how i felt about myself and because i just wanted to be accepted by people i kind of like dismissed that part of myself and like bought into like thinking for some reason that hunting is cool which i never do i I, i've I've never even thought for a second that it's cool i think it's actually terrible you know yeah yeah we we have to be very careful of the things we do to gain other people's approval we gotta we gotta be really careful of that because that can really take us in a different route down a different path and then little by little if we keep following that we slowly get away from who we are yes and then we start going down the path of who someone else wants us to be Maybe they say it directly or it's indirectly, but we want to be that way for that person. And now we're not ourselves anymore. <sighs> what a big disservice. Still there? Okay. My girlfriend was calling. Yeah, I don't know if here. that, like... I'm so glad this episode's yeah, still all here. Good. <laughs> I thought we lost yeah. it for a second. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've, I've had a, a couple phone calls okay. on, on our podcast too, but... Yeah, what I was saying was it is such a disservice if you go down that route of what other people want for you because you're really you're you're not not being yourself. And that's part of the issue, you know, is Yeah. That's like that's the our main (laughs) job in this life is is to let who we are shine. To let our light shine into the world. It's it's so true, dude. It really is. And so like yeah, it's, it's funny because yeah. like, when I told my mom that last night, when I told her, I was like, you know, I, I actually spent a good portion of my life trying to do and say things to get people to like me. And she, she looked at me and she was like, why'd you do that? <laughs> and <I> was, <laughs> yeah, why would you do that? <laughs> and, you know, yeah. she's like, just be you. You're fucking awesome. Like, you know, it's like, yeah. And it's so true, too. Like, yeah, I think that that's really like you know good to ground yourself with who you are and just accept yourself a hundred percent and just realize that like like people don't have to like you you know it's, it's not it's not your job to get people to like you you know it's really not at all yeah 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 and, and we go through this period of trying to figure out who we are do i like this do yeah I like that like you go through the period of figuring out who you are, and then you also go through the period of being influenced Indeed. by other people, and then resisting that influence or going with that influence and realizing, wow, I don't like this, or wow, you know, I kind of <laughs> like this. This is cool. So it can go both ways. I think it's I think it's but, funny the kind of like yeah. ideologies we like take on by other people. You know, when we're when we're young and stuff. Yeah, um, yeah I, I definitely did a lot of that growing up, and I th- I think that it's yeah. it's really I'm grateful that it happened because I think that if it didn't happen, I wouldn't be who I am today. You know. So. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, and that's that's part of it. Is if all those things didn't occur, then would we still be us? I mean, I feel like that conversation. I don't know. I don't know if it even matters. Yeah, yeah, right. We're here now. So, yeah, but it's. I, I feel like a lot of people have that conversation. It's uh, if you could go back to high school, would you do it? And that conversation, like, it's it's a fun one. Like, don't get me wrong, you can have it. But it's like that does nothing to. I to really want to know why so many people are stuck on high school. <laughs> like I don't. Under, I don't Yo, it understand. seems like yeah, it. Like yeah. a lot of people are stuck on high school, whether it was a great high school experience or they didn't like it because they got picked on or for whatever reason, or it's their glory days and people just want to return. I wish then, I could do yeah, that no, again. I, I totally hear you. I understand that. But yeah. Yeah, but creating a creating a good atmosphere, a good environment, a good lifestyle is so awesome because well, you you can set it up however you like. And the older you get, like the more the more freedoms you get. So you're not in high school. Right. You don't have a curfew. You don't have a bedtime. That's so true, dude. <laughs> it's... No, you you just become <laughs> an adult. Like little by little, you get a couple more bills. You got to figure out how to pay those bills. Like, it was funny, actually, a while back. So I was always into video games as I was a kid. And one of the biggest things I realized, um, I remember I I had a little quote that my dad wrote down on some uh, game where I printed out the character that I created. And it was, adults would have a lot more fun in life if they viewed life as a video game. Because that's, that's really what this is. It's a video game. What skills do we want to improve? Like, what quests do we want to go on? That's so Like, true. all that stuff. And then the other addition to that thought process was... Because I used to mm. play the game RuneScape a lot. Do you, I, I, you I, ever... I know, it you know, times, it yeah. sounds like you knew that game. Yeah. You've played it. Yeah, so what I realized is the game RuneScape would be a whole lot different if you had a mortgage <laughs> and rent to pay. If you had to pay rent in that game and you had to like feed yourself like regularly throughout the day, the game would yes. be totally different cuz you wouldn't you wouldn't be focused on going on quests as much. You'd just be focused on like making money making like smelting ore together and mining stuff so that you could pay the rent and you could put food on the table versus going off on all these quests and exploring this this world which i feel like you know that's one of the biggest things in in our in in life in our video game is figuring out how we can get our expenses paid so that we can have fun to do some other things or if we like, because there's two ways. One, it's either like, how can I get my expenses paid so I can do my fun stuff? Or how can I do work that's for fulfilling and get paid for it? It's like right, both right. sides to it. This is why I'm a huge believer um, in, you know, focusing on what brings you happiness, you know, what brings you like purpose, you know, your passion, and figuring out how to monetize that. You know, like, it's, yeah. it's really not impossible. I mean, ch- chances, chances are something that you're interested no. in and you can see yourself doing for the rest of your life, you could easily make money with. You know? 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, and if you look into it, someone's probably yeah. doing it. Someone's someone's right. probably getting paid I just think it. it's funny how it seems like... <laughs> you ever played Grand Theft Auto? Yeah, I feel like a lot of people just want to live yeah. life that way. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> just uh, yeah. ent- enter the, the cheat code in, have a... Uh, have a have a motorcycle drop yeah. in the sky yeah, let me add to the and just code ride into the ocean. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fun. Restart, get run away from the police, <laughs> get shot, get, just get stop, loaded. Restart outside outside the hospital. Yeah, yeah, all that. And again, that game would be different too if he had to pay rent and right. feed himself throughout the day. So like. Life is a video game. We just gotta figure out the rules and figure out like how we can how we can do right, it on right. our terms. That's really it. Um, and that's why I'm such a big fan of of like finance, like entrepreneurship, and like financial education. Like Robert Kiyosaki has had some amazing books. One of which mm-hmm. was called Rich Dad Poor Dad, and he kind of laid out the whole monetary system, basically. Like, you have choices with where you want to devote your time. You could become highly educated, highly skilled, and get a job and work for somebody. And here's an example of his dad, where he was in the education industry. And the more promotions he got, the more hours he ended up working that week. And so... Like, the more promotions, the more hours. We went from 40 hours to 50 hours to 60 hours to even 70 hours a week. Um, And he was... You still still there? Oh, there we go. Okay. Yeah, I just got a call. (laughs) Um, But, yeah. Yeah, I... uh, It was crazy. And it really showed the the difference. Um, And then he showed his, his rich dad, which was his friend's dad. And his friend's dad spent time, like, getting different skills, like a variety of skills, a variety of knowledge. And then he started up, like, a business. He started, like, using his money to buy rental properties. Like, he ended up buying a laundromat, which ran itself. And then he bought a convenience store. He got somebody to run that. And then little by little, the the further he got in life, the more successful he got, the more free time he had Mm. and that was and and it just showed the two different roads and one is uh his poor dad was not a big fan of talking about money didn't really go into his finances didn't really show the family what money they were working with or anything and then his rich dad would have conversations with him and his own son because his rich dad was his friend's dad he would have conversations all the time about money talk about like interest rates and and talk about how to get returns on investments is this one better than that one and he'd analyze it and there'd be a whole discussion about it and so it was so there were so many aspects that were different um and it's so good just to just to know how like the rules of this game of life like the rules of life because once you know those rules and and you can figure out which direction you want to to go in. It could it could be the difference between like security, steady, reliable, like income, 
or like something totally different, which is like you create your own destiny and you may have a lot of free time and you may make a lot of money or you might need to have a part-time job like the entire time (laughs) (laughs) and work that a lot and pay your bills with that as you push something that you're not making money with for a long time. Um, But yeah, yeah, I really love that stuff because it just opened up the possibilities. So one example that I use is that let's say somebody is going to be a teacher and they, they love teaching. They love, they love working with people. They have the patience and they love it. So teachers in America really don't get paid what they're worth. And for all they do wholeheartedly agree, right? Like they, they spend so much time with, with like people's children for years, majority of the time, like six, eight hours a day, five days a week, the student and the teacher are together. And the teacher might get paid forty, fifty, sixty thousand dollars a year, maybe seventy. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's that's pretty much what they get paid. Now, if you are a fan of teaching and you take like the entrepreneurship route, you might look into it and say, okay, well, what are what would people be interested in learning? What would people pay to learn? Okay. Are they interested in stock trading? Are they interested in how to build websites or how to build their own podcast? Can I can I create a lesson, something like this, and can I sell that? And so if you, because I've, I've gone to different seminars on stock investing, and so it could be like something as simple as start a book a conference center, have people put on a free conference, show the basics of of stock investing and then let people sign up for a $200 class and like a certain portion of the audience will spend like $200 to buy a class let's say 10 people do that okay you just made 2000 like yeah $2000 okay now people go to the the next class and then you may sell them on a $1000 class and if you sell 30 people on that $1,000 class, you make $30,000. And the class is for like a weekend. That's wild. And, and if you do that, and then you just take that different places. You improve it. You keep teaching stocks or you keep teaching whatever it is. But at that point, you're kind of creating your own destiny. And you're taking on a lot of risk. But there's also a lot of reward there, which you might make $30,000 in a a weekend, make $60,000 in a weekend. Um, That's that's really not available to you if you just go the traditional route. It's so true, dude. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's crazy. It's wild. Yeah, but that's that's why I love it. That's why I love, love business, entrepreneurship, and all that, because it opens up a lot of possibilities. Yeah. And and that's what I love. I'm I'm all about like a free lifestyle, being free, having your own freedom, being able to do what you want when you want to do it. And yeah, if I'm working a job that's 40, 50, 60 hours a week and I have to ask permission to go on vacation or to get some time off, it's I I don't feel as free as as I'd like to. Yeah, I know. So, I hear you. Yeah. That's that's why I've gravitated toward it. But that's that's the beauty of it because, I mean, first step is is being aware that it's out there. That's, yeah. that's like all of our spiritual stuff is just knowing that it's out there and people have done it. Right. And then the next is actually like 
diving into it, looking into the details of it. Mm-hmm. Um, because a lot of people don't know that that's an option. It's so true, dude. And honestly, um, there's a quote that I heard. Uh, I don't remember where I heard it. And I want to make sure I say it right because it's absolutely gorgeous. <laughs> um, but it goes, you could either get busy building your own dreams or someone mm. else will hire you to build theirs. Yes. And yeah. I'm like, wow, I don't want to sleep. Yeah. I don't want to sleep now. <laughs> That's right. Like, That's right. You know? Like, yeah, either... You can either build your own dreams or someone will hire you to help build theirs. That's what it is, dude. Whoa. It's it's true. It's so, so true. Yeah. Yeah, thank God for our awareness. Yeah, dude. Like, I'm so grateful. That, that really goes to all our spiritual topics that we talk about is, is being aware of it. Uh-huh. That's that's the first step. That's what it is, dude. That's, it's that's it's, the it's first all about step. being aware. Yeah. It's, it's so funny, dude. I'm so thankful I'm aware. Me too, man. Me too. Right? (laughs) And continuing that sense of awareness and just like seeing how far it can go and growing that awareness. What it can attract for you and Yeah. That's it. It's incredible. I I, I realized something about myself now that I think when I was younger was very different. And I'm grateful for this too because a lot of people they either don't know that they did something wrong. Or they're just, like, not willing to, like, own up to the fact that they did something wrong. But with my self-awareness, like, whenever I do something wrong, I immediately apologize for it. Like, like, within seconds. Yes. Like, I I just, I don't want to carry that burden around with me. And Mm -hmm. I think that that's hugely important for people to adapt. Or adopt, I should say. Yeah. But, like, it's a game changer, dude. It's such a game changer. Yeah. Yeah. To take responsibility. That's what it is. It is. That's a big one. <laughs> it's huge. Yeah. Right. Because a lot of people pass the blame. It's not my fault. I didn't do it. Right. Right. So it was he. He told me to do it. <laughs> and that's yeah, the thing, I, too. I, uh, <laughs> he told me to do it. Pass the blame off to somebody <laughs> else. Well, I saw him doing it first. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. So fun. So, I I used yeah. to I used to blame like everyone else and everything else for my problems. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm in a different place now, and I'm really grateful for that. Right. So. Yeah. This this journey has been incredible. It has. It's it's been really incredible. So. It has. And I, and I'm yeah. grateful that you know I have you. I yeah. have Nicole. Yep. You know, to really yeah. help with the guidance because I'll be honest, dude, there, there are some days that, and I don't, I don't, you know, I'm not hard on myself for it or anything, but there are some days that I definitely fall back into like unconsciousness yep. and then like on those very days, like I'll see you and like the script just flips completely Yeah, <laughs> and it's just like, yes, like it's a nice reminder from the universe and it's yeah. just it's incredible it is it is right like sometimes we sometimes we forget and yeah yeah sometimes we forget and and we get reminded from the outside world mm-hmm. and yeah and it goes back to the people you surround yourself with the people you talk with right yeah yeah just just a phone call can really lighten your spirits truly right? man it, it like, like it changes everything it, it can 
It's it lightens it up. It's oh yeah, it's not as serious. Or, oh wait, I've been doing this all day. Wow, <laughs> wow, wow. Why would I? I would never consciously do that. I was unconsciously doing that. Clearly, it's wild. Oh, good thing I'm aware of it now. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna try to catch myself when I'm doing it. That's so true. Yeah, yeah. So but this 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 journey of awareness, this journey of self growth, self growth. Is so beautiful and so freeing too. It is, man. Because little by little, we just break away at who we don't want to be, and we become who we do want to be. It's so true. Yeah. Like someone who's thankful, who's loving, who's caring, who's present. All of that. All of that. All 100%. of that. Man. I was just a. Uh, I want. I want to. I want to bring this episode to a close with um, this beautiful story of. I don't know if you've ever heard of um, Ram Dass, by any chance. No. He was one of the biggest spiritual influencers of. Uh, I think he was born in the twenties, either twenties yeah. or the thirties. But he just passed away. I think he was like eighty-eight or something like that. Okay. Um, he authored "Be Here Now." And yes, the, I've, I've, and uh, the miracle of love. Oh, nice, good. Um, yeah, incredible person, absolutely incredible person. Yeah. Um, but uh, what was I gonna say? <laughs> I almost forgot what I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah, um, you had a story about him. He was he was all about um, you know uh, presence and just kind of like. Uh, I, I'm 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 gonna take like a minute just to like talk about it just to like make sure that I bring myself back to remembering what I was gonna say because for some reason it just like it fled it fled it's my mind. out <laughs> but um all good uh yeah. yeah yeah the thing with yeah presence is beautiful like even in uh, Eckhart Tolle right presence right. is so valuable be here now that's on the bookshelf in my house right now. Somewhere it is so valuable. I just remembered what I was gonna say too. Um, so it was a documentary talking about like like his life and his work and everything. And I don't know if you've ever heard of the uh, the Tao, the Tao, the Tao Te Ching. I've I've heard of it. Yeah, I've heard of it, but I'm not really sure what it is. So it's it's uh it's like it's scriptures, and um, I'm pretty sure Lao Tzu was the one that wrote uh-huh. it. And it okay. was it was a time during um, a war, uh, yeah. eons and eons ago, and I think that it was really his um, his kind of like ability to connect with like a higher power and um, you know shed light into a world of suffering. But something that's really interesting that came out of that book, and I think it's like one of the first quotes. Because they're literally scriptures, like they're they're scriptures in the form of quotes, whether they're long or short. But um, it goes, uh, "He who speaks does not know, and he who does not speak knows." Basically, like it's all about, like you know. Um, I realized this too because I was we went on a walk yesterday, my family and I. And, um, I just, I realized that I wanted to be present 
I, I realized that like the second like we got outside and that I that I was walking, I realized I was doing a walking meditation. And that's when I decided to continue doing it and to continue to stay silent. But what's interesting is that like I've had people around me say like like, Hey, are you okay? And it's like, Yeah, I'm okay, why? And they're like, Oh, it's it's, it's not like you to not be talkative. Hmm. And it's like that's that's really interesting. Like, like in, in my mind, I think that's really interesting. And then it brought me to that quote, like, you know, he, he who knows does not speak and he who speaks does not know. And, mm. you know, like, I think that some of the most profound wisdom that we get to experience in life comes from the silence, you know, just because yeah. like, mm-hmm. I think I honestly, like, I don't like to say what is and what isn't God, but I really do. I, I connect with what I believe to be God when I'm uh, just completely yeah. silent. Yeah. You know? Yeah. What is it? God speaks in silence. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. It's, it's beautiful. If you can create that mental space where your mind is not constantly running and yeah, you create, you create a space for, for like God to speak to you. Right. For, if you get, like a little bit of wisdom or something pops up and yeah no that's that's such a beautiful thing so yeah i love it i love it too not right that's great man i love you doug <laughs> i love you too chris you're awesome you're awesome man. these conversations are awesome they're incredible they're so valuable so this is so good it is Oh, it really is. Thank you, and thank you for everyone who listened. Yes, thank you so much today for tuning in. Yeah, we love you. Hope you had a wonderful holiday. (laughs) We love you. Indeed, we love you very much. Very, very much. (laughs) You are loved. (laughs) Yes, yes, that's that's important for people to know. You are loved. Know that you are loved. You are cared about. You are cared for. Yes. So it's all good. It is It'll all, good. all be okay. <laughs> It'll all be okay. Everything will be okay. Everything will be okay. That's right. That's right, my friend. <laughs> all right, brother. All right, brother. Good talking to you. Great talking to you too, man. We shall connect soon. We will. Absolutely. All right. I'll see all you. All right. Peace, my friend. All right. Peace. <laughs>